Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Villains of Vinyl, um, Who Needs Heroes 10-Year Anniversary. Uh, I originally titled this as the Villains of Vinyl 10-Year uh, Anniversary, but in reality it's actually the 10-Year Anniversary of the, of the album Who Needs Heroes. Uh, we, the, the band actually started in 2002, so uh, we're, the band itself is much older than 10 years, but the album itself was uh, made in 2007, so here we are, uh, 2017, and I can't believe it's been 10 years. Um, if, you are, if you are listening to this and you're unfamiliar with Villains of Vinyl, uh, it's a band that I was in, and uh, I, you know... We worked uh, tirelessly for years and years and years, and we were getting, uh, we got a lot of notoriety, we got a lot of um, attention, we got a really great following from, you know, that was local in Santa Cruz, California, where we started, and we started to branch out, and we did some, you know, over the, God, how however long we were together, it was um, from... I guess 2000 and yeah, it was 2002 to about 2008 is with the the longevity of that band. Um, we you know we recorded a demo in LA and we were moving upwards of trying to get out of out of there and try to you know find a proper label and actually you know move forward. But it became really really challenging for us um, just because we didn't have a lot of money and it was uh, we got offered a couple different things. Uh, to go on tours and do things like that, but we just uh, finding the funds to do it was uh, really close to impossible. And then um, it just came down to us uh, mutually agreeing that we can't play in a garage for the rest of our lives, and uh, we d- we parted ways. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't out of uh, uh, dislike for each other or anything like that. It was just more uh, just it just seemed to make more sense to not not struggle anymore because that's exactly what we were doing. We wanted to go beyond being a garage band and it was, uh, it was just not, it was just, we just weren't getting there. So, um, yeah, long story short. Anyways, uh, what I want to do, um, for the next, you know, however many episodes is I really want to show like a feature for, I really wanted to show a feature for Villains of Vinyl. And, uh, by doing that, um, I wanted to start, I went through all my archives that I have of old Villains of Vinyl stuff. And what I want to do is, per episode, I want to kind of build up to what it took to get to make um, Who Needs Heroes, our first album, our first and only album, uh, what it what it took to get there, and kind of take you on that take you on that journey. Because for me, it was uh, a lot of I mean, for all of us, I guess it was a lot of work, it was a lot of effort, and uh, we went through a lot of shit to get to where we to to make that album. And the album itself was self you know it was produced written recorded all of all by us and uh you know we didn't have anybody engineering for us or anything like that it was um a lot of uh john our guitar player his um a lot of his recording equipment pretty much uh he he helped if it wasn't for him we wouldn't have been able to record the album but we actually started recording an album um prior to to the album that became who needs heroes but we were recording with a completely different group of people and that ended up not working out so anyways i'll get i'll get all to that but what i wanted to do was uh kind of take you on the the general history of things so uh here we are it's probably like 2000 2001 um i had uh, in high school 
I, w- I was in high school. Um, I graduated in 2002, so I'll give you a little history there. Um, uh, it was again. I think it was 2000, 2001. So we were. Uh, I met Sean. Um, hang out with Sean sometimes. You know, he played bass. Um, a buddy of mine named AJ, who um, he he we he was just learning how to play guitar, but kind of getting into his own original stuff and writing songs. And AJ and I would just jam together. Um, and then I, you know, eventually came up to the point of just saying like, dude, we should start a band. Let's figure this out. You know, being in high school and having nothing else to do besides high school shit. We were just like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So we met, uh, AJ was going to play rhythm. I was going to sing obviously. And then, um, we were, we were looking for the rest of the band members. So somehow in the process we met, um, or we knew we knew somebody that we went to school named Sonia. She was gonna play lead guitar, um, and then Sean was gonna play bass. And we made this band. We didn't have a drummer at the time, um, and uh, a friend of Sonia's named Justin. He ended up drumming for us, but it wasn't really his uh, his thing. But he stuck with us for a little while. The band wasn't together for very long, but we ended up getting together. We um, started playing a little bit, practicing like once a week, twice a week, kind of, you know, as much as we could. And we ended up calling ourselves restaurant circuit. And, uh, we all laughed about it because we were like, Oh, the type of music that we're playing or writing is like stuff that we could play like in the restaurant circuit as like a joke. We just like play at restaurants all the time. And that just, that name stuck. We thought it was funny. And, uh, we just, that's what we called ourselves. So we did a few live shows here and there, and we actually moved, you know, along enough that we wrote, I probably, I think we probably wrote like six, seven songs, but we only ever recorded one of them. And so what I want to do right now is I'm going to play for you the very, the only (laughs) recorded song from Restaurant Circuit, and it's called Scar in My Heart. And I'm going to play the whole thing in entirety. I mean, the the recording quality isn't god-awful, but it's not amazing either. Um, And it's very, very early days. Like I said, this is probably 2000, 2001 in in that range, most likely. Um, So here is the very first track, Scar in My Heart. And uh, after that, we'll we'll chat, and then I'll I'll lead you into some Villains of Vinyl stuff. Dreams drift away in endless tears. The big burst of light rings in my ears. The pain drips off my fingertips. Kiss my soul and touch my. jungle of love and I'm running to the place where my spirit can't be found I'm hide away from the endless road that will spare you lies and drive in the truth the dreams dreamed away Yeah. 
So that was a uh, scar in my heart. Um, you know, I have <laughs> before I decided to uh, put these uh, put this uh, villains vinyl thing together. I hadn't even thought about that song, and I don't even know how long. Um, <laughs> I I thought it. You know, I I don't know what it was about it, but I remember hating it. I mean, I, I loved it. I remember when we first recorded it. I'd never really recorded a song before, so I was like madly in love with it because it was the first recording. But then, you know, slowly but surely, after you hear yourself and you hear like all the things that you, you know, no matter what, if you're singing or playing guitar, bass, you know, drums, whatever it is, um, after listening to myself over and over again, I started to go, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. I started to pick it apart and started to like. I really hated it. So I remember even on the on the de- like the CD that I own, I wrote Scar in My Heart and then I wrote Shitty Demo. <laughs> so I just was yeah, I it, it was something where I just I ended up hating it and then I hadn't listened to it for a million years. Um listening to it now and revisiting, I feel <laughs> not as harsh on it because I mean it was a million years ago in my mind now so it was just uh, to me it was um it kind of now it's sort of has a little special special place in my heart because it's a uh, um because it was kind of the beginning and i i it almost in a way that was like the beginning of my like music slash singing career i would say um and then so really kind of uh, I'm, you know, I'm doing my best to kind of remember all this because I got old man brain and I'm trying to remember, you know, 10 years ago uh, or and more. Um, I, I do recall it. I don't think we did after we did that uh, demo. I don't think it lasted much longer. I remember just everybody's interests were, you know, going elsewhere. And the only people that really were dedicated to it were Sean and I. And uh, Sean and I, like after Restaurant Circuit fell apart, we just kept talking. I was like, dude, I don't want to, I want to keep playing. I want to keep doing all sorts of, you know, just let's keep playing music. And he was totally into it. And, uh, you know, we we worked well together too. So um, we just kind of went on the hunt and started looking for new people to play with. And, um, it was uh, probably, I think it was maybe, God, the winter of 2002, and I started working at an art and office supply store, and I met a guy named John, and John just randomly one night um, 
offered to give me a ride home because I didn't have a car at the time and I was uh, I was walking. So and it was not like a, the, my work wasn't super far away, but it was you know went a winter night and he was like, hey, I'll give you a ride, and I'm like, oh, right on. So we you know closed the store and got in, and we started chatting on the way there and said something about somehow it led to music or something. He's like, oh, dude, I play guitar and da 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 da. And so we just you know kind of started chatting. I was like, well, we should jam sometime. I got a guy I know I know a guy that plays bass and we've been we started a band but it ended and now we're trying to start something new. And he's like, awesome. He's like, I'm kind of playing with these other guys, but I'm totally uh, you know I'm interested. So let's kind of figure it out. Um, and things kind of all just kind of kind of gelled like we we got together i think i don't remember the first place we ever practiced but we did get together and we jammed a little bit and we all kind of like got along and we seemed like seemed like there there was something there so we decided to keep going and um with with pure luck uh sean's dad had a garage um that was just like a a storage space pretty much and they uh let us practice there so that's where we started. We started in Sean's uh, dad's garage, and we uh, just started practicing um, on a regular basis, but we didn't have a drummer. So then it became the hunt to go looking for a drummer, and that was the that was just the next step. And then we, we did play with a couple people that it just didn't really – it just didn't jive too much. Um, we kept playing – you know, we the way we kind of approached everything was if we just jam, and then – we would just kind of see where the song went and it was never a forceful thing of saying like, Oh, we're going to play reggae music now, or we're going to play metal or we're going to play, you know, funk or punk or whatever it is. We just talked about kind of the music that we like or that we're interested in. And then we just said, screw it. You got a guitar line. Let's jam on that. Yo, there's a bass line. Let's jam on that. Like, and we just kind of winged it every single time. Um, so come to like some point in 2002 i'm assuming we probably it was probably like getting close to summertime or it was probably summer i'm not really positive but we decided to even though we didn't have a drummer we decided to record our i guess our very first demo because we wanted to get we had all these ideas and everything we were playing these songs but to kind of just for for memory purposes we kind of said let's just record these and if we need to reference them we can and then we can if we do need to we can kind of play it for somebody if they want to hear what we've got going on but there we just grab i think it was like a little eight track recorder or something like that and we didn't even separate we just played live in the garage so what i did was i took um all the songs we recorded from that very very first demo and I kind of edited it down. It's like, I think it's like almost six, six and a half minutes or something. But you're going to hear, uh, again, the uh, you're going to hear all the songs that we did. But be mindful that these uh, these tracks are not well recorded. Um, Quality is really bad. They vocals peak. I think it's like, it's just, you hear a lot of like interference. With the, and it's just, a, the, it's a really, really bad sound quality. But I just want to give you an idea of, what we were doing, kind of the songs that we were starting to write. And then once we finally, you know, in an, another a couple episodes or whatever, when we finally start to get to play to, like, actually playing um, the Who Needs Hero album, it'll give you kind of a good, uh, like, point of reference to say, like, oh, this is how it developed. And that's really the idea is just to show you how things have evolved. Um, so <laughs> here we go. Uh, this is the very first uh, demo from Villains of Vinyl 2002. It's recorded live in the garage. Um, and again, I edited down so it's just clips of each song. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay, I hope that wasn't too painful for you. Um, yeah, that's uh, it was it was rough for me to revisit that, but I you know again I wanted to just show all of you and again thanks for listening. <laughs> um, I wanted to show everybody that this is where you know it's kind of the really kind of basic just this is how the song de- we're starting to develop you know vocals are rough everything is just underdeveloped because we just started playing the song it's like really the infant stage of how the song became what it what it will sound like you know eventually when you hear the album and by no means is the album perfect in any way shape or form and i don't think we ever we ever wanted it to be perfect either we just wanted it to sound we we were always we when we talked about it we had a lot of conversations about the sound of the album and how we kind of wanted things to go. And, you know, everybody's got, you've got four different people involved and there's a lot of things going on and talking about it and discussing how you want things to kind of come down. And we talked a lot about old Zeppelin and just like Queen and, you know, any of the classic rock, Jimi Hendrix, you know, we talked about those kind of like really gritty sounds that they would get. And it was like really well done. But at the same time, the flaws are still in that music. It, that's one of the most beautiful things about old rock and roll is that, you know, you'll be listening to an old Stones record and somebody will be playing tambourine. And then the tambourine just somehow goes out of time and they don't care. Like it doesn't they, they never fixed it because it was a live take in a studio. And they said, you know, fuck it. Don't worry about the tambourine. Just keep playing and we'll, you know, it is what it is, but that's kind of the really nice intricate aspect of old rock and roll is that there was this kind of just imperfect nature to this really amazing music. And that's kind of what we thought of. That's the kind of general discussion that we were having. We were making the album. So we wanted things to be really well done, but at the same time, not perfect. Um, so, uh, what I want to do, um, so in 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 the end the this this demo kind of just gave us a little a little you know reference point and it was the infant stage of the song and then so our real our real goal was to find a drummer because we didn't have a drummer um and so we went on the the lookout for a drummer but I think I can't remember if it was Craigslist or however it all came about but we ended up meeting a guy named Elijah and Elijah came in and he was um, he sat down with us and he, we just said, here's some songs that we've got. And he just did his best to like pick it up and start figuring out some, you know, some drum parts. And it all started to like to jive. Although, um, you know, Elijah had a very, he, he came from like a, his, his, uh, interest in music was like very, you know, hip hop oriented, love rage against machine, things like that. So it was a little bit different of a vibe from what we were, what we were currently working on, but you know, we all had different interests. Like John was like way into metal compared to what, like the type of stuff that I was listening to. And Sean, Sean always had different, you know, styles that he was listening to, but we all kind of were able to listen to some of the same music, which is kind of where we, where we'd be able to, you know, get together and make some of our own. So we, we all kind of were able to relate on different levels and bring our own influences to which, which makes the band great because everybody was writing their own parts and everybody was bringing something to the table. So Elijah started to just play with us and we actually got really into um, practicing and making sure that we were, cause we really wanted to start doing live shows. We really started wanted to just move forward in, in the beginning. We didn't really have a thought process of, um, we didn't have a thought process of saying like, oh, let's go get signed by a label. We just wanted to be a good band. And 
that meant, you know, a lot of practice and a lot of work. So that's what we started doing. And we just wanted to play, we start wanted to start playing live shows and, you know, essentially do like the smallest tour in the world, you know, around Santa Cruz or something. And so we just started looking for practicing a bunch and then getting, uh, getting, excuse me, um, practicing a bunch and then getting uh, as many shows as we possibly could. And hopefully uh, in the, in the process, maybe earn some money while doing it. Um, so what I want to do now is I want to play for you um, in its entirety. I'll play you the very first, um, the very first, like first real recorded demo from villains of vinyl. And you can see that still things are in that development phase. It's, we weren't in a studio. We just recorded in the garage um and you can still see you know there's a, a a quality thing going on but it's it's way cleaner way nicer to listen to than the the very first original demo um so what i'm going to do is i'm going to that's that's going to it's going to do it for us today on this episode and i thank you very much for listening um i really hope that you can check out the next couple episodes because that's going to be we're going to start getting into the you know the following you know how the music is starting to develop and the recording process and how it gets different and the quality changes and all that stuff so it's an interesting it's an interesting process but um again you know 10 years uh after the album who needs heroes was made um i just I have always gone through a love and hate situation with the album too, because there's a lot of things that I love about it. And there's a lot of things I would, now that I've listened to it over and over again, I would go, Oh, I'd change that and do this different. And you know, there's a lot of stuff, especially it's the very first album I've ever recorded. And I think that that was, um, it was daunting and it was unique and interesting. It was a learning experience. So, uh, I, I think for all of us, it was. And, um, I think that I, if I had, if I had the ability to go back, I would, I would change some things. But anyways, um, here is the very first um, demo from us. Uh, it's called uh, "Villains Vinyl in the Light," um, and uh, I put the a cover. I put the cover image um, of the "In the Light" demo in on the just the podcast like picture, so you can kind of see the little. Uh, you you can see the um, what what it was sort of looked like or whatever. Um, uh, the other thing to note is that there's a, we added like a secret song, not, not really a secret song, but at the, on our first demo, we have a song called, uh, Lumberjack Moose. And, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was written about, uh, somebody we didn't really care for. And, uh, we had some negative experiences with this person. So we decided to call her Lumberjack Moose. Um, you know, I remember at one point in, uh, at one point we were actually on a local radio station in, in Santa Cruz you know, playing our very first album or not our album, uh, sorry, our, our very first demo. And, uh, we played lumberjack moose at the end and we actually got calls cause, uh, people were angry at us because we called this girl a bitch, but you know what? She was a fucking bitch. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, anyways, you get to hear lumberjack moose at the end. Sean is, uh, doing the, uh, vocals on that one. And then I got to play kazoo, which was a lot of fun, but, uh, it's, it, I thought it, I still think it's hilarious and, uh, I hope you enjoy it. But anyways, you get the first couple songs and then you get Lumberjack Moose was just a song that sometimes we would play live just to just to fuck around and have fun. And that was one of the main things, too, is that we were always, uh, you know, almost the entire time that we were together, we were always having a good time, which is, you know, what what keeps you want what what makes you want to keep doing it is what I, <laughs> I have a hard time saying. Uh, anyways, thanks again for listening. This is the very first episode of Villains Vinyl, Who Needs Heroes, 10 year anniversary. Um, and I will catch you hopefully in the, ne the next week here. Um and I'll get you another episode going. But for now, enjoy the rest of the demo, and I will catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>
Slow! Slow! Alright. Lumberjack Moose. Ah. Lumberjack Moose. Lumberjack Moose. She eats many pancakes. She's a bitch! Lives on a barn! Lumberjack Moose. Lots of cores. She's a bitch. Likes country. Lumberjack Moose. Her boyfriend is dumb. He's a redneck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 